again with episode four of Perfecting Progression. Uh, today's episode will be Creative Privilege. I got the um, privilege to be around one of my one of my guys or two of my guys, uh, Demarius Travis and TJ Dean. We got there a we good are. episode for you guys today. Mm -hmm. But before we go into um, the episode, I'm going to let these boys introduce themselves. I'm going to start off um, to my right and I'm going to let him go and then we'll work our way around the circle and then we'll get right into the episode. It's, it's me, Demarius Travis. Everybody call me D-Trav, so y'all can call me that. Uh, I'm from Pensacola, Florida. Uh, Played for the Gophers, played for the Patriots, you know. Uh, moved back to Minneapolis, Minnesota to, you know, build a culture here. When it comes to football, um, youth development, and everything else that's in that realm of things, mentorship and everything else too. So, yeah, man, I'm going to pass it to my guy TJ right here. Yeah, what's going on, man? It's your boy TJ Dean, you know. AKA Mr. TNT. Some of the kids just call me TNT, but it's all good. Um, I'm on the same path, man. Like I say, man, likewise with my dog Trav, man. I'm from Florida, you know, we up here to change the football culture, man, and raise good young men. You know what I mean? So uh, we understand that football brings them together so they can listen to us a little bit and we're going to just take it and run with it and, you know, give them a little taste of everything else along the way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've been, I've been loving my path that I've been knowing and, a lot of people have been asking me to, you know, start a podcast and and actually, you know, um, just I guess, you know, get get things going. But I really didn't have a roadmap. But as I kind of started things, I'm kind of liking where I'm going with things right now, and I and I appreciate both of these guys because these are two guys that I look up to um, in in multiple in multiple ways, and we're going to talk about that today, uh, more specifically about some of the things that I'm involved with and some of the things that these guys lead on a day to day basis. So. Um, again, appreciate Trav, appreciate TJ, um, and and today is going to be, you know, this episode is really going to be um, an impactful episode, just like how I say all my episodes are, but I think one, one after the other, um, each episode is going to get better and better um, as this, you know, as season one kind of goes along. So um, just to kind of kick things off, you know, um, the first the first topic of the day, what we're going to talk about, um, specifically all of us kind of come from a a football background we've learned so much from football and we've and we've molded ourselves in so many ways of, of learning from the game um, but the first topic is, is going to be the power of the sport specifically within football and I think uh, where I'm going to start off with is just talking about um, the environment of what football brings we all come from different backgrounds I come from Detroit Michigan um, both Trav and TJ they both come from uh, Florida the down south area and as you can see, we're both sitting in the same room and we come from many different areas of, you know, of the United States or wherever it might be from. So I think the environment of, of being around others, bouncing off ideas and just, you know, um, being better um, in your craft is, is so is so good um, to, you know, just to continuously understand. And so I think just starting from a um, understanding of when we talk about environment, um, we started off from high school, little league, high school, and then going into college, and then some people being blessed to play in the NFL. And I think those environments um, that those people are placed in, it definitely does mold you over time. And I think that's kind of that's kind of where I want to start off is just talking about the environment and how to actually be adaptable within that environment as you know as your culture changes. So as I start off with Trav, like when I talk about the environment. Um, and the adaptability of football, like you started off, you know, in little league, high school, and then I think 
once we talk about the environment, I think I want to kind of go towards, you know, kind of going in that college in that college realm because I think high school we can you can you can talk about a little bit of the environment too, but the environment change um, around being around multiple people from different areas of the world of the United States. Um, I think it's very very pivotal, you know, within your yeah. growth as a young man and then kind of being where you currently are currently right now. So kind of talk to me a little bit about environment and adaptability and how it has affected you over time. Well, shoot, I mean, you know, me being from Florida, coming all the way to Minnesota, it was a culture shock, right? Yeah. Mm. Different people, you know, weather, yeah. <laughs> yeah. mainly. Um, we ain't know the, what a winter coat was. Right, yeah. I'm saying. They yeah. gave Hoodied me up. They gave me that before the winter even started. So, yeah. but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just coming from Florida all the way to Minnesota and that culture shock, seeing different people, the weather and everything like that, I had to adapt, right? Um, yeah. And it was a hard thing to do. At first, I was like, man, look, if it's cold out of, out that door, I mean, I ain't coming I'm out of the room. I'm not coming outside. I ain't coming out of the locker room, but hey, on my ass, <laughs> I'm out there with no sleeves, nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, nah, it was, it, was, it was definitely crazy, man. And um, also just like... Um, playing college football, being disciplined, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's part of the environment too. Um also um having having like having like a different type of brotherhood too with people that I can like kind of mesh with just off just playing football, right? Mm-hmm. And building that chemistry, being a gopher football player, being a captain, working my way up to be a captain. Mm-hmm. Right. And then earning that respect, you know, on and off the field because most most people don't know about the like the gopher reps program that I had Put on. Was you there during that time when I, I had think, that? I don't think I was. Yeah, so I the GoFundMe so Go program was basically just like I led the program. It was based off like like because we were starting to get paid more money and everything, right? Yeah. Like as like my senior year came around, yeah. and it was basically built off like bringing the alumni back, introducing them into you know the younger yeah. guys mm-hmm. and seeing cool. seeing what they going seeing what they could do with their their degree after college. Mm-hmm. Also mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I do remember you yeah but also too like we started getting paid more money so i was like hey man y'all boys pay y'all self first on some shit like yeah, really yeah, trying to yeah, teach yeah, the young yeah. the young boys like hey bro look like when i got here we was getting 273 dollars a check yeah you know what i'm saying now with cost of attendance and everything else living on campus you catching you catching a way bigger check yeah. mm-hmm. so i started to see that and you know what i'm saying just just to let them boys know like y'all got to be appreciative of what like from where i came to what y'all at now y'all ain't have yeah. to go through that you yeah. know what i mean so yeah. like Showing them how I adapted during that time from my freshman year all the way to my senior year, you know what I mean? So I put on that program for them and everything like that. So plus I didn't have no classes in my last year anyway. So I had to do it. I was I was bro, I was, you know, I was I was shoot. I was um I was going up to the facility every single day, like at twelve, shit, watching film with the coaches and shit. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in the in the meeting with the coaches, you know what I'm saying, talking to them and everything. So it's like, you know, my time was different every single year, you know. I had a fifth year and stuff like that. So, so yeah, man. And like, um, I think I hit on brotherhood too. Like, brotherhood is a is is, is, is like is a big thing because I still have connections with everybody mm-hmm. that. Well, most of everybody that I played with in college and even in the NFL too. So it's mm-hmm. like I feel like being able to mesh together and, and still build those connections outside of football, even though we're not, you know, we're not playing football anymore. You know what I mean? So. Yep. That was important to me, and that's how I made the best of my time at University of Minnesota. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, sure. So. And then, TJ, like, same question. Um, yep. Just the environment, adaptability. <clears throat> um, and 
I think you're the perfect person just to kind of talk about some of this stuff, you know, around being adaptable and mm-hmm. being the person that you are right now. Which we're gonna eventually talk about that yep. as we go in this conversation. But kind of talk about a little bit of your environment, your adaptability, being in different areas. I got you. Life. I got you. So, I mean, I'm gonna take it all the way back to, to like Little League, man, yep. and how we played football out there, man. Like I said I, earlier, I'm from Florida, Tampa, to be exact, yep. and. You know, it was it was just a totally different upbringing than you know what we see out here today. Not saying that one is right and one is wrong, but it's just different, right? So, you know, with us, we had you know coaches that were really you know they were on us. Like you know, you would think if you just was listening to the the audio, you just listening to the coaches and what they're saying, you would have no idea they talking to a ten or eleven year old. You know what I mean? The way to how demanding they were of us and. You know what I mean? They, that structure and that that level of discipline was started early for us. You know what I mean? And and it kind of it was a way for us to really lock in, and you know it, it brought structure to our lives too that carried on to things off the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, yeah. you know the game of football was just real intense. You know from me from the start of it. You know what I mean when I started playing, and you know it carried all the way up in the high school as well. So when we were in high school, you know, we pretty much had that same atmosphere. So by the time we got there, it was no shock to us. We was we was okay with a coach getting on us. Yeah, we knew, we understood the assignment. We know okay if a coach on you like that because he sees something in us and he was demanding, you know, a certain level of play out of us. That's the standard. You know what I mean? We not taking it personal. We not getting in our feelings. Uh, yeah, sometimes you know we got a little upset or whatever, but we knew where it was coming from. It was coming from a place of passion and and, and love and and you know them wanting to push us to the next level. I feel like every coach, you know, I know my high school coach understood that our goal, our mission was to go play big time football. You know what I mean? So he did everything he could to try to prepare us for that. You know what I mean? Shout out to Coach Fenton, man, RIP. Um, So, you know, transitioning, you know, me having to, you know, because of certain circumstances, pivot and, you know, figure out what the D2 football was like, you know, and having to, not take a visit and just go straight to the school which is southwest minnesota which is located in marshall minnesota you know it was like 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 trav said it was a crazy culture shock but he's coming from you know florida but he's at least in a major city yeah right so he was able to see some diversity within the program whereas to me you know, when I got to my school, it was probably like four, five brothers on a team. Level 10, level 10. You understand what I'm saying to you? And I'm in the rural area. You know what I'm saying? I get off the plane. The coach tell me, Mall of America, 30 minutes away. But three hours later, we at the school. <laughs> I'm like, yo. You know what I'm saying? And like I told you, football was played on a different level where I was from. Like, you know, us talking trash on the field and you know what I mean yeah rapping a certain way it didn't come from a place of disrespect it came from a place of passion and you know it's what kept us on our on our toes and kept us going and like really brought out the best in us you know what I mean it made us play with an edge the whole entire time where that was kind of viewed a different way where I was playing football in college and it kind of alienated me you know where I felt like the coach himself should have seen that he recruited a, a young man from the city and Tampa and down south and, you know, was able to and should have adapted to me where the, instead of alienating me, like, you not my father figure a thousand miles away from the crib. So, you know, I mean, but in that, I would say that environment changed me and helped me to grow, too. And now I start to look at, OK, let me talk to this 
this white boy that's a far, that's from a farm town, you know what I'm saying, to figure out, you know, how he get down. Instead of him just, instead of me just looking at, okay, man, he ain't even trying to see how I get down. Yeah. Let me see how he get down too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so sure. as far as you talking about adapting, man, that was a real big part in the pivot in my life where I learned to really communicate, you know, with all different walks of life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Whether it's a, 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 a white guy from the city, white guy from the, from the rural area, or even if it's one of a, a, a black guy who may be, you know, black and white, but he's from a predominantly white area who really don't move the way he looked like me, but he don't move the way I do. But that's still my guy because I just had to figure out, okay, this is your way. You're not being fake. You're not being phony. You're not square. You're just different. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it taught me how to really like, you know, humble myself and see people who are who they are and accept them for who they are. Yeah. And there was a better way for them to accept me as well. So it really helped me out tons. I, I would say this all the time. The biggest thing that happened to me was going to Marshall, Minnesota, man. And it changed me. And then, like I say, man, once you go, go into that NFL level, man, you, you're able to talk and speak to anybody. You know what I mean? And, yeah. it, and, it, and it, it humbled me up enough in my life, too, to learn how to play the game. Because when you get, Trav notice, when you get to that, that pro level, man, it's a whole lot of politics involved in it, yeah. you know, and it'll teach you how to really play the game so the game doesn't play you. Yeah. And just to speak on the last thing about, you know what I'm saying, the brotherhood, and I feel, I feel like those connections that I made along the way I still live with, with today and was what helped me even get to this point in my life was just leaning on those resources and, you know what I'm saying, and football, bringing people together, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like me and Trav, we met on some football, some training stuff, you know what I'm saying? And now we connected as brothers now just because we have that likelihood in our lives. We just yeah. understand like what what level each other are on. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So I feel like football is a great sport, man, to to bring a lot of men together, you know what I mean, from different walks of life and really, you know what I'm saying, see that we're not really that different. We may look different, but we on the same mission. We got a lot of yeah. same viewpoints yeah. and you know, we can we can it teach you how to a lot, a lot about teamwork, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not not wanting to be the smartest person in the room and then working towards your teammates' strengths. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we'll get into that too because, sure. you know what I mean, that's one thing I like so, to lean on my guy Trav about. Yeah. Man. And, and that's another reason why I knew I was going to love this conversation just because the way I got it structured, it's already flowing like that. I was going to go into like on-field or on, on the field versus off-the-field development. TJ already kind of talked about his coach is pushing him and how it has developed him off the field and now how he looks at things more so from a holistic view and not just from his view. Mm -hmm. So like him touching on that, you know, he already he already he already touched on it a lot, but I wanted you to kind of touch on too, just off the field development. Like we already know some of the things that football brings when it comes to on the field. We be super competitive, we love mm -hmm. the sport, we wanna to go to the NFL. But when that don't happen, you know, for a lot of us or, you know, Trav, he had a chance to go to the NFL, and, and when that gets cut short, now it's, okay, like, let's pivot. Let's do a few things different. <coughs> how, how has that developed you off the field? And, and, and TJ said it, like, super great, because I would, I would say the same words, but for you personally, how would, how, how would you take that as far as off the field development? Uh, I would just say, like, you know, kind of like for me just growing up, like, like I, I didn't only just, like, when I played sports, like, when I played more so baseball, I played... 
like, like I'll play, I'll play bass with my white homies, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So yeah. like, I was able to like, I know, like once I was able to like, like don't be able to interact with them, talk with them, and like not only just be able to talk to just like people of my skin color, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it was easier for me to you know network when I got out here because mainly what is we see more white people than we do black people mm-hmm. out here, right? But let's just let's just Call be straight up about is. it, right? Yeah. Like and that's and that's the different part about it than what what it is from like just being down south and then just you know having that ability to do that and then being able to come up here and already have a type of feel and knowing how to communicate how mm-hmm. to like you know uh, hold a conversation yep. you know connect with somebody you know and then just and actually follow up too at the same time Absolutely. knowing how to do those that's things key. helped me out a lot off the mm-hmm. field you know that's how I was able to throw an event and communicate with all the alumni to get them to come right you know what i mean so it's like it was it was you know that i think that helped me out a lot right there and also too just the strengths of like uh you know being a competitor right uh building chemistry with people and that also helped me in the world of like um you know after once i got done playing ball knowing how to become a businessman right you know Mm -hmm. like those qualities on the field helped me better myself for off the field Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying uh, like it wasn't I'm not gonna say it was an easy transition like it was definitely a hard football being just kind of taken away from me without Oof. any type of control like mm. should I, that was that was a hard thing to deal with <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like shoot even though like my, my dad was more hurt than what I was Ooh. but it was just like hearing that but like you know like like I know I'm kind of going off the grid a little bit but like when I like when when like people kept calling like, hey man dang bro you ain't playing this no more like, I ain't want to hear that. I ain't want to have nobody right. like feel sorry for me because the only person that really called me was like, like one of my homies, like, like, hey, bro, like, look, you made it to the league, bro. On, bro. You made it further than anybody in your family Come did, bro. On. So he's like, bro, you ain't got nothing to hold your head down Come about. On, bro. Man, that shit kicked up my spirit, dog. Yep. Like, just from hearing them words, bro. And then I'm like, okay, I got to go out here and go get it now. Mm-hmm. I can't sit back and wait how I did on the team to call me. I just got to move on with my life you got to keep got to keep this shit pushing and you know what i'm saying as i kept going i worked a nine to five job right um and i'm like bro i can't do this <laughs> you know what i mean like i just i just can't sit behind, sit behind a desk all day and make calls and type stuff into the data bank off the people that i didn't talk to for that day you know what i mean just sit right there and do it like i just can't do that being able to identify your strengths, yeah, you know, and find out what's you know what's what's your you know, yeah, what's just what's your strength and what
going in front of the class. Like, we saying that right now. To some people that's listening to this podcast, y'all might say that's just normal. But to be honest, that's the development of the character, development of the player outside of off the field. You mm-hmm. feel me? So I think that's, you know, that was very important that we, that we talked about that. And as we talk about um, going into business and, 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 and Trav talking about, you know, he, he him, he knew like the nine to five wasn't his route to go. He had to figure out things to kind of lay that, lay that foundation down. Let's go into, you know, some of the things that you have going on for yourself, Trav, specifically talking about prime time rejuvenation. Like mm-hmm. kind of talk to me about what led you to beginning prime time rejuvenation. Like, what is that? So, um, what led me to being a business owner and starting Prime Time Rejuvenation was that I wanted a way to get to have time, freedom, and money all at the same time, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And most people have a have you know money, but don't have the time and the freedom, right? People work a lot, you know what I'm saying? Don't really have those type of things. So that's mm-hmm. what was valuable for me, and. What led me down this path was that, um, like, starting primetime rejuvenation is that, like, my mom, the reason why I started, started primetime because, like, my mom had a serious health condition. And it was, and I met this one guy out in um, San Diego. He was talking about, you know, the 90 center nutrients and uh, internal nutrition and everything like that. And when I was able to put her on that protocol and seeing how it helped her out from having, um, a um, damn, what is it again? Yeah, so so she was a diabetic, so she had a damn, mm. I can't forget the the name of the um, my shit's my shit's like spazzing right now. <laughs> um, dang, anyways, bro, I'm just gonna come back to that, but yeah. like she had a certain thing that was going on with her where her numbers were so high. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, does that can't remember the name of the number, what, what it was, but the number was at 14, right? And after the time of me putting her through the protocol, it dropped down to, to nine the second month. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. And then six, 6.1 the next month, right? And then 6.1 is like our normal state in which our body is supposed to be regulated at. And I'm like, dang, like, this shit really worked type mm-hmm. shit. So I, I, so I put myself on it, like on the protocols and stuff like that. And I started seeing myself like, like lose weight real quick, all right. Being able to like have energy throughout the day, like yeah. not being burnt Natural out energy, yeah. by the like by the end of the day. So like um, during this time, I that's when I started to move back to Minneapolis, and that's when I had mentors and everything like that. And I was going to create a business, so I started to create prime time rejuvenation behind that. But then also I started to incorporate the electricity, which is EMS, right? Um, which is basically electrotherapy. All right, and then once I once I got everything involved with that, I started to have like two sides of part of started, started to build out this program with as far as like internal nutrition, and also like an outside part of like like uh, like kind of like a neurological, physiology, physiology and a psychological type type program, right? And and with these two different programs, like it has a it has so the internal nutrition is basically based off of people of the age of like. 29 plus right because these are the people that that have you know uh you know high blood pressure uh, heart disease right um diabetes right and these people actually need to find a way to be able to heal right mm-hmm. but as far as like traditional medicine ways you know those things they're just they're just 
talking about trying to heal symptoms, right? Mm -hmm. Not trying to get to the root of the issue. So I started to see a lot of, a lot of, you know, potential in that area because like people like, you know, that's in high school, they don't really care about internal nutrition, bro. Like they gonna eat whatever they want to eat. They gonna do whatever they want to do, (laughs) but it's still beneficial at the end of the day for them to start young so they don't have to end up having diabetes or high blood pressure or these type of self-inflicted diseases. Mm-hmm. That how like you know um, how like people in my family have like been able to you know, you know like like you know get to that point where they're like like they're sick right dying at like you know 30, 38, 40, 50. like that's early mm-hmm. to be able to die right very but back to the other side it's more so my target market in that area is more so like high school athletes all the way up to college to pros right yeah. Yeah. that's like the area in which I go with um, the electrotherapy the red light infrared. Um, um, therapy, uh, pimp mat therapy, all right? And also, um, we also do a lot of things with like saunas and everything like that too. So, so now, man, it's, it's, it's two different types, it's two different ways in prime time rejuvenation mm-hmm. that I kind of have going in two different type of programs that I, that I do within the business. I know that was a lot, but um, mm-hmm. that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's what it is. And I don't want to make it confusing or nothing like that, but um, that's, that's what it is right there. Okay, good deal, good deal. And then I guess another question I might have for you, Trevor, is that, um, you know, is there is there any goals you're looking for primetime rejuvenation to achieve, you know, now or in the future? Um, I would say, man, just education, man. Mm-hmm. I think educating people on, like, the new ways to obtain optimal healing is, like, the number one thing. Because, yeah. like, I could talk to someone all day about what I do and everything like that, but then again, it's, like, only, only a certain... It's only going to catch a certain ear. Yeah. All right. So I think yeah. education is like the most important thing at this point. And people actually knowing what is this? What does it do? How can this benefit me? And getting on the same type of wavelength that, you know, people like my clients and what I am on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think that's like my biggest goal is education, educating people, you know, to uh, see, to see, to kind of see it from my eyes and, you know, everybody else that's kind of around me, you know? Yeah, I definitely, I'm, I'm definitely intrigued, and I, I told you the other day, I definitely got to come, come in there and get some, you know, get some stuff worked out with my body and, and understand, like, some of this game that you're putting out there, so I'm mm-hmm. not one of those people in the audience where it's just, like, too late, you right. know, you got the young people, they mm-hmm. put whatever in their body, and then they don't understand that it might be bad until it's too late or until it's later on at a certain age, where they're like, man, I should have started on this a little bit younger, so... Getting yeah. that type of, you know, getting that type of therapy, making sure that your body is right is very, very important. And I got Travis definitely on top of that with his business. So definitely tap in with that um, if y'all are listening. Um, and, and we go, we go share some more knowledge. But going on over to my guy TJ, and, and it circulates. You guys will see how this circulates and how the full picture really comes together, which is why I really love um, these two individuals and really why I really love being around them as well, just because I think we all pour into each other. And we all, you know, benefit from each other just from growing. So, um, going to my guy TJ, um, you know, you know, when we talk about, you know, uh, entrepreneurship, uh, you know, as far as you know, uh, business for the most part, uh, my guy TJ has his own thing going on with TNT Academy, and 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 I know when I had got done with college, when I graduated, this is when I kind of got introduced to to TJ because this is when I was. Um, you know, I'm still staying in Michigan, um, but then at the time I was, I was, I was coming out here and, and I was looking for some work. You know, I was definitely looking mm-hmm. for some work and 
some of the guys who I played with at University of Minnesota, like Trev or like Craig James, he's, you know, he's with the New York Jets right now. Um, he's a consistent guy that always goes to TJ, but he put me on. This was like back in 2020. And yeah, I could already time. tell, I could already tell, like, you know, with, and I think from an athlete to athlete perspective and, and him giving game, I could already tell, like, this is a guy that knows the game of football and he's really going to put you through some rigorous work to the, to the point where it's like, I'm coming back for sure. Like, mm -hmm. he knows what he's doing. DBs, oh, receivers, quarterbacks, he do it all. So when we talk about um, TNT Academy, um, you know, I'm going to let you kind of dive into it. But when we talk about the vision, consistency, the nor notoriety, like mm -hmm. I already looked at it as soon as I seen you, I'm like, this is probably the household name in Minnesota. So mm -hmm. I think it's it's so much it's so much more to talk about with TNT Academy and so much to, to capture as the future comes along. But kind of kind of walking through TNT Academy, your vision, um, your consistency when it comes to work effort, and then, you know, just your notoriety where you at right now. Yeah, man, man, appreciate it, man. That was a hell of an introduction, you know what <laughs> I mean? You got me right, man. I appreciate that, man. Um, and, uh, you know, TNT Academy, like I say, man, um, for, for the sake of time, what I'll do is I, I'll, I'll section it up real quick. So basically, you know, like, like so how Trav put it, man, you know, I uh, tried the corporate world. I got my degree in corporate finance and I was sitting up there, you know, I tried the corporate world. I tried to go into that and it wasn't fulfilling, right? I was sitting there, I'm doing the same thing over and over again, punching the clock. So then I'm like, okay, I gotta challenge myself a little bit more, right? I'm already thinking, okay, I wanna eventually start my own business. I wanna do that, but I wanna know how to sell my own business. So I went to sales, right? So now I'm starting to learn how to talk to all kinds of people, deal with rejection, you know what I mean? Get over my fear of talking to a complete stranger. You know what I mean? So just facing that head on. So I did that for about a year. Door to door sales too at Comcast. So that's like one of the hardest things to do. You know, if, if anybody's looking to, you know, start their own business or anything, you know, I would recommend trying some type of sales. Like, cause it'll really, it'll teach you the game, right? And it's gonna, it's gonna show you whether you cut for it or not too. But long story short, so. You know, I used to always, you know, I, in the midst of that, I'm still getting calls from NFL teams, getting workouts and whatnot, so I'm still training, working out, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the OG Mark Ellis, man, who, who uh, stayed with me this whole journey. We'll come back to that, too. But, you know, as I'm doing that, you know, I'm still going to the field and working out, and I got guys coming around, and they asking me, hey, man, how you do this? How you do that? You know what I mean? So it got to the point where I'm barely even getting my work in anymore because I'm helping guys out so much because... That's how I've always been, you know what I mean? Uh, just going back to my little brother, Mazzy Wilkins, who, you know what I mean, played a, a good amount in the NFL as well, played cornerback for the Tampa Bay Bucks. And, you know, I would always come home from school. You know, I'm five years older than him. So I'm coming home from high school. I'm coming home from a little league, and I'm showing him everything that we did in practice. And I'm letting him, like, look, man, work on these little things every day. And then when I come home, man, we'll clean up, we'll get right, we'll do this. But if you ain't gonna do it, we ain't gonna do this. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of started my regimen from that, man. You know what I mean? As far as the training piece, but I never knew it. I never knew that was like my thing or my calling. So once football was done, I could have easily went back to, you know, um, Tampa, Florida, and you know what I'm saying, being comfortable and whatnot back in where I was comfortable at. But you know, I decided to stay out of Minneapolis. I looked around, I saw that there was a need for, you know, some life, some more of a culture change in football. There's a lot of kids out here that want to play football year round, 
but they don't really believe that that opportunity is there for them. Yep. You know, so um, in that same time, I love my life, man. My wife, Jasmine, man, she was still in college, had another year. She was at Southwest where we met at. And, you know, I wanted to stick around, you know what I mean, so I could be close to her as well. You know, so and all my resources there. My trainer was here, Mark Ellis. So it was only right that I stayed here, you know. And so the vision was in the beginning of TNT to, you know, enrich the community with football. You know what I mean? I had a lot of people telling me, you know, hey, man, you understand where you at, right? You in Minnesota, dog. This ain't the place to be trying to run no business on no football, man. It's a hockey and basketball state, dude. What you, you trying to go broke, huh? You know most businesses, they fail within the first three years. You know what I mean? So I'm hearing everybody tell me all the bad things that could go wrong with this, this, and that. But me, myself, I've always been like a visionary. I've never really listened to you know, if you come in me, yeah, yeah. If you come to me with negative energy, then you know what I mean. I'm really not hearing none of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm always, and sometimes, you know, some people they look at me like I'm just too much of a visionary. Sometimes, like, dang, T man, like I understand that, but you got to be realistic. I'm like, man, I'm that's always realistic to me. I'm always dreaming and chase them. You know what I mean? So, you know, to come back around with that, you know, I was like, okay, I hear what y'all saying, but. That's pretty much what y'all feeling like y'all can't do. You know what I mean? I'm not y'all. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm headstrong on this. When I put my mind on something, I'm going to do it. I told everybody I was going to get to the NFL. We're going to this week D2 school. I still accomplished. Like Trav said, I had people tell me, like, man, look, you was on the team, bro. It don't matter, bro. Like, most people ain't even get that far. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what bought me. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. You know what I mean? But to take it back to TNT, it was just, you know, my vision was to enrich the football community Teach these kids here to have, it's okay to have a certain passion about the game the way that I do, the way that I see the game. If you have that, I'm a resource for you. You can lean on me. I know your parents are pushing you to play basketball even when you don't want to in the wintertime because there's nothing else for you to do. There is no seven-on-seven. There is no football training going on year-round. It's only football's only relevant in the summertime and the fall time. Right. So my vision was to make this thing a year round thing for those who wanted it to be a year round thing. You know what I mean? I wanted to help as many kids as possible get into college as I could. You know what I mean? And like you say, go and touch on your consistency. I wanted to make my training a year round thing. I started off, man, and he died in that. Well, actually at Augsburg, where I was only doing summertime training. A lot of people don't know this, man. I was only training college and pro guys in the beginning, but I knew that wasn't sustainable. Summertime, I'm busting, popping. Come fall time, all my guys, they're in college, they're back in the league. Like, I have nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're sending me film, we lock in on that, but, you know, I ain't really, we ain't really doing nothing. But I, and then Trav noticed about me too, like, man, we like, I like developing cats. Like, if you already in college, you already in the NFL, man, you ain't there for no reason. You already pretty much got it. Like, we, we gonna maintain, we gonna brush over some things, but that's maintenance work. I want to I want to groom you up. I don't want to get you before you come to me with bad habits. If I'm starting to train you, if you're 18 years old, that means the first year I'm probably knocking out them 18 years of bad habits. And then we're going to get into the work. You know what I mean? So my thing was like, okay, I need to tap into the high school. I need to tap into the younger guys. So that way I'm getting a clean slate and I can teach them the real fundamental football before they even develop all these bad habits. So, you know what I mean? Um... That's when I tapped into it. Shout out to my guy BJ. I was at Hopkins. That's why I first had my first coach opportunity out here. Really? Yeah, I volunteered, wide receiver coach at Hopkins High School, man. You know what I mean? Shout out to my guy Mark Will, who helped put me on with that one too, man. 
Yeah, Mark Wood, that's my guy. You know what I mean? So BJ was my first high school guy that really bought into what I was talking about. You know what I mean? I came out there off the rip. People know me. I don't shy away from who I am for nobody. I came out there with a whole lot of intensity. I'm cussing kids out. They don't even barely know my name. You know what I mean? But that's how I see the game of football. You know what I mean? And that's why I saw it was a lack, too, where the coaching wasn't necessarily weren't doing like their job fully. And I'm not talking about coaching football. I'm talking about raising young men. Like we knew that if we didn't do what we were supposed to do on and off the field during the football season, we not playing. You know what I mean? So the downside to it was when football season was over, a lot of our guys kind of fell off. You know what I'm saying? Their grades dropped off. But we knew for a fact that while football season was in session, man, everybody was on each other. Everybody was turning in their assignments. Everybody's on point. Their conduct is right because they know if it's not, you got to deal with coach or you probably getting football taken away from you, which is something we can't do. Right. So we on point. So um, fast forward that man tapping with BJ and Roger Nelson, you know what I mean? Who really expanded the game for me. She put my word out, put the word out about me around, you know, with TNT Academy and it grew from there, man. You know what I'm saying? And as far as, you know, being a household name, I feel like in some areas, you know what I'm saying? TNT Academy just might be, you know what I mean? I talked to you about this earlier um, where, you know, I feel like it's a, a lot of times I might not be, though. You know, I still run into a good amount of kids nowadays. I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? My name is TJ with TNT Cat. You ever heard of us? Nah, what's that? And I'm looking like, dang, man, I've been out here. I thought I was going crazy. You know, and I was, and I kind of looked at it in a negative standpoint. You know what I'm saying? But she was like, man, that's, that's room for opportunity. That's room for growth. And like, you're right. You know, and like, like I say, man, like I tell people all the time, man, I feel like the greatest strength of TNT Academy isn't me. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's my crew. You know what I'm saying? I got a great crew with me, man. Like, like my guy sitting right here next to me. I got Traff, man. Recently, he just took over. We've been training all the DBs and linebackers, man. And we had a phenomenal summer with that, man. Like, and it's a guy that played, you know what I'm saying, started at safety for the Gophers, played at the highest level for the Patriots, too, man. And now it's passing on that knowledge to our guys at a young age. You know what I mean? And then we got, you know, Quadri and Gabe, who played at my alma mater, man, who, you know, are brilliant talents and what they do and engaging like quadri man he's second to none in training the youth and really like shout being able to yeah shout out quadri man he's really yeah, been able to to connect to them guys to the youth and to the point where they trust him you know and then he's not just looked at as a guy that's coming in and just throwing them through drills and they just got to do what he say like these kids love him man Connect, you know what I mean? Connect. They, they connect. The connection yeah. is real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is our main thing. Like we always say, man, we can't train you if we don't know you. So we get to know all of our athletes first and foremost. You know what I mean? And so he's doing a great job with them, man. Mo, he's taking, he's taking on that task of really running our youth department, man. And he's doing a great job with that. We got a bunch of kids ready to sign up this fall. Hey, by the way, you know what I'm saying? Fall session starting up after Labor Day. Youth, if you got anybody ages 7 through 12, man, we here for you. Whether you in season, not playing this year, we got everything for you, man. So um, had to do a quick little pub right there. Um, then, he, then he also works with my high school guys, man. And, you know, helped me run the group sessions for that, you know what I mean? And then we got Gabe, man, who's, you know, he was, start off as our speed specialist too, man, and works with our combine guys, getting everybody ready for our testing, as well as the receiver. And he's even, you know, taking the, taking the time to learn from Trav and learn the defensive side of the game a lot more as well. He's already known it, but now he's learning from a, a different perspective mm -hmm. and able to shadow Trav and mirror what he's been doing. They've been mirroring me for so long, and I feel like sometimes, man, 
I'll come over and I'll see something, I'll say something to a kid, and they looking like, yeah, we just said that to them. And that's the beautiful thing about it. We all oh. speak in the same language to these kids at this point, man. And that's where I'm proud of what TNT is able to grow into, man, and how I've been able to have such great guys around me to help build my vision. You know what I'm saying? So I'm forever grateful for them for always showing up. You know what I mean? Like, whenever I ask my guys to do something, man, we ran a free camp. You know what I'm saying? This this uh this spring man and like i say man i ain't paid them guys for that camp i'm not charging the kids I'm not, but they showed up and they gave me everything they had because their passion and their view is the same thing as mine and you know like i say i'm just forever grateful without the team that i have man there's no way you know what i mean i'm making it this far you know with this man so like i say i'm always about you know building a team because i feel like that was how i was built with you know playing sports in general man i've always played team sports you know what I'm saying? So, like, I always saw that, you know what I mean? If we don't get our weakest dude, for lack of a better term, to play at a high, the, the highest level he can, we possibly going to lose this game because we can't do it. One man can't do it all. You know what I mean? So that's why I really, and, and once I see my Lily team, shout out to Coach Tony, that was my uncle as well, he really taught us the, the, the aspect of, like, team ball. Like, we had, me and my cousin and a few other players that was like, we was like that, you know what I mean? But we had a, another guy, a lot of guys that was playing football for the first time. But by the end of the season, we played such good team ball, we were scraping teams that had crazy amount of talent on it, but we playing great team ball. You know what I mean? So we went way further and we won championships and whatnot like that because of we'll be able to do together on the same mission. So that's what I always take. I always take pride in my team that I got around me, man. So, you know, I ain't mean to get too long winning on that, but like I just really got to, you know, pay homage to my team. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad TJ went into that section again. This is the perfect flow. And let me hit on one more thing. One more thing, right? So, just a small pivot because I got my guy sitting right here next to me too. So, you know, amongst that is, you know, we do the on-field training. We're grooming our guys when our athletes, you know, but I also saw, like I say, you know, our guys, the best ability is to be on the field, availability, right? So with that being said is, you know, I'm blessed and fortunate enough to have been certified and trained in by my guy, you know what I'm saying, Mark Ellis, and I've been helped alongside my guy right here, Trav, who's been in the mix with the recovery game for a minute now, too. Which I learned you know from Mark, saying? too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and yeah. they both have... You know, show me and, and taught me a lot of things to where now I can help my athlete even more. You know, what I'm saying recovering, preparing for games now, making sure you're not dealing with soft tissue, non-contact injuries. Yep. You know what I mean? Which is very common into game in today's game because of certain things that we can really go down that rabbit hole. That's yeah. a, for yep. another podcast, but we can fast track that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what but yeah. that's what I'm at. I'm at with it now. You know, which I travel every weekend and travel as well where we travel with our NFL guys, you know, and get them prepared for every single game that they play on the weekends, man. So, like I say, man, um, Primetime Rejuvenation did a lot for TNT Academy as well, man. There's a lot of times where Vice I had, had athletes that, you know, I'm looking at them, I'm looking at them. They, they still showing up because they know they want to get that working. I'm like, yo, you limping, yo, like, you know what I mean? What's going on? I got this, boom, 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 boom going on. And before, I'd be like, all right, well, shoot, man, go ahead, just chill for a week or two, yeah. you know what I mean? Then let's see what you're looking like later, and mm -hmm. we'll get it done. Whereas now, yeah. as soon as I see something, they already know what I'm feeling. Like, oh, I should go see traffic. Yeah, man, why you ain't hitting before you came to the session? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now they're coming back better 
than where they even started off. And now we really getting some good productive work in, whether you ain't just sitting on your ass and just hoping that you get better. Yeah. I can sing to my mans, know you're going to get better. Then you're going to come back out and we continue to stack these chips. You know what I'm saying? So we work hand in hand very well, man. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, a, it's a beautiful, you know what I'm saying? Partnership that we got going on right now. Man. And again, I'm loving the flow. I want to hear from, from Travel, man, because that's exactly where I was going when we talk about developing partnership chemistry. Like, y'all got it. You feel yeah. me? Y'all got it between Primetime, mm-hmm. y'all got it between TNT, and now y'all seeing, like, like y'all coming together and then y'all having your own business. Y'all kind of already, you know, in the same client pool and building that client pool even more. So, like, kind of talk to me a little bit um, about that, too, Trevor. I want to hear from y'all from your end about the chemistry between you and TJ yeah. and, and, and what y'all have going on between TNT and Primetime. No, nah, man, it's, man, it's actually great, man, because, you know, I let, I let, like, I let TJ do the training when it comes to what he specializes in. And he let mm-hmm. me specialize in what I'm specializing mm-hmm. in, right? And let me, you know, use my expertise, mm-hmm. right? So therefore, we're not butting heads when it comes to like, right. you know, clients and everything like that. We can just mesh and work together. You know, if he has a kid that is, or like he did say he comes to me, I help him get back on the field, mm-hmm. right? And then once he's ready to go, then I let TJ know like, hey, like boom, 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 he's ready to go, woo, 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 woo. Yep. you know what I mean? So like, nah, man, it's great. Um, I remember, shoot, a little flashback, like, I. And I quit my job and I called you. Yeah. And I was like, hey, bro, yeah. I'm done with that shit, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm man. fucking with you type shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then yep. ever since then, he was like, bro, I got you, bro. Don't even worry about nothing, bro. Shit. Matter of fact, pull up to the field at three at three o'clock. We, so I got a whole session going. You can talk yep. to the kids then. Yep. And boom. Yep. It was just, it was just like, it was like, it wasn't even like a thought that he was like, man, I don't know if I really want to work with Trey. He was like, nah, bro, boom. Come on. We got this right here. Boom. I already mm-hmm. got some already set up for you. I'm like, all right, best. Let me get my shit together. <laughs> you feel really? so I can you know what I'm saying? You know, show, showcase my You know what? expertise is so now nah, man the partnership has been great mm-hmm. um there's never been a time we had to butt heads or anything yep. like that because like like i said we, we're in two totally different lanes but we're just pulling it all together yep. you know what i mean yep. and um yeah i think yeah, i man. think it's perfect so trust perfect, thing dog. too man like i say you know and, and i want i want to touch on this because we have to you know what i'm saying because as black men we got to learn how to work together you know what i mean yeah. at times you know what i'm saying travel though man like we, beyond doing business together we really good friends i talk to him about stuff in life yeah. you know i've had things happen in the past where me trying to you know work with other you know what i'm saying people of the same color as me has has burnt me but i'm not going to stop that from me doing that and staying on that mission you know because as like i say as i keep going and you know i'm still i'm still working with my guy cleve who i you know what i'm saying run this gym with I, i'm still collabing with Trav, which is very successful you know what i'm saying we on here with a podcast with my man's dior right now who we still you know what i'm saying growing and enriching each other like we can't let one bad egg spoil it for everybody so you know what I mean? We got to learn how to trust one another, man, and, and really just communicate. That's something that, as we get into this other part with the creative privilege yeah. and Hitman, that yeah. me and Trav got some stories about yeah. you know, how communication is key. Yeah. And I think it's too, it's like our business is like, like we're in that white space where like, you know, like uh, we both have businesses that are in need out here mm-hmm. within Minnesota, mm-hmm. right? He has a need because he's trying to bring the football community yep. together. He's trying to enrich the football community. For me, I'm on the like I'm on the healing side, the recovery side. Like most people don't know about the type of technology that we have mm-hmm. and what we can do for people mm-hmm. to prevent injuries and the fast track the healing process like this, yeah. Yeah. right? And most people don't really know about it. So like, there's a white space. There's like there's like 
like you know what I mean like yeah. like we like there is like there's a need for there's what we do here, like, like literally there's a need oh, for man. this you know what I mean and like we actually see results on both ends like, like results and we track you know what results I mean? we, right we track I mean, this isn't this isn't time. anything like you know everybody that knows that have trained with us you know they know that data is our friend we, yep. we have quantitative data we have data to back with we are doing with the athletes and you know while we not always you know we don't aim to do the, the flashy stuff the stuff that's going to look good on the ground we want to really do the stuff that's going to get results you know and sometimes that may even deter us away from some clients that are just looking for that flashy but maybe well that you're not the client that we we want or need right. you know what i mean and we we are focused enough on what we're really trying to do that we're not going to chase that we're not going to step outside of our, our ourselves to to chase a bag man the bag gonna come you know but we gonna we gonna do what we do best and what has real results and changing real lives for our people you know now i just remember a1c level that's what a1c, it was. A1C i was thinking that you know A1C what i'm saying level. yeah you know, you know the wife she specializes in diabetes yeah, right? yeah, you know, talking about um you know his mom's mom a1c all right well my mind is going yeah yeah. yeah so it was great in 14 then six, then yeah. boom, six is our normal A1C level, right? That's where everybody's supposed to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Ooh, I'm so, glad yeah, that popped back up. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that back up. You know, we educating our, we educating our audience, man. We putting them on game and, and just letting them know what, what's going on mm -hmm. in, in y'all world, in my world, and, and how they can be better in their life and, and networking and, and, you know, just a number of different things that they're hearing from this podcast that's mm -hmm. going to help them. Uh, oh yeah, and, and, and I ain't, I ain't mean to not not bring it up, but y'all just so y'all know, man, that boy Dior had that workout there too, man. Just let y'all know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For work certified, he was definitely one of the ones, man. So, you know, he was a pleasure to train. Definitely a pleasure. <laughs> but yeah, man, we we talked about. We talked about prime time. We talked about TNT, mm -hmm. and we got much more. You y'all, y'all probably like, damn, they got more. Like, what's going on now? So, Ooh, I mean, this the know, one. When we talk about, you know, when we talk about seven on seven development. So when we talk about uh, TJ, you know, having his hand in the field politics. Now he's tapping into a market where it's just like he's trying to change the culture of mm -hmm. youth. And then you got Trav, and he he's going over, you know, the same the same type of mm -hmm. audience. He, he's training a number of different audiences, but he also has a big hand in the youth, and and now he's putting people in game with recovery. Mm -hmm. I think this is kind of a you know this is the fourth year of Hitman organization. This would be my third year going into the organization yep. coming up this um, winter, going into the going into the spring as a coach on Hitman. And it's been nothing but you know um, it's been nothing but great. Honestly, just greatness and, and, and us just being around kids and developing yeah, these kids. Man, real before fun. I go into my school, I'm gonna I'm gonna let these guys talk about it and and, and kind of walk me through yeah, we the can seven the seven v seven creation. Um, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, like just kind of walk me through seven v seven or hitman uh, seven v seven and also the nonprofit that mm -hmm. you guys got alongside of it of what the name of this episode is creating privilege. Yeah. Yep. So, so I'm gonna start off by saying this first. Created privilege is our form of youth development, mm. yeah. right? Mm. It's our form of youth development from when it comes to uh, financial literacy, mm -hmm. when it comes to um, entrepreneurship slash kind of corporate America in a sense, mental strength, yes sir, um, 
college recruiting, college mm -hmm. preparation. Yes. And yes. like time management, right? Yes. You know, um, Hitman is a program within that, how, how all of those mm -hmm. other pillars are too, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we know, like, we know that football, you know, fo like football took us a lot of places. That's how I met you, right? Yep. And essentially how I met Likewise. you also too, Likewise. right? Likewise, yeah. But it's not, it's not end all be all. And it ain't, and it ain't here for, for long. Exactly. <laughs> uh, NFL, I was told NFL stands for not for long, not right? For long. So it's like, we wanted to do something bigger than just football. We wanted to be able to teach what we know and the knowledge that we've gained and the insight that we have to pour out into these kids and make it more about football to prepare them for the real, for the real world, right? Yep. Because like football yep. ended early for all three of us. Right. And then we had to figure it had out. Had to figure it right? out. So, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, yeah, it's it's just bigger than football. Man. Much bigger, and, and, man. And more, more, most people think that we just in this for football. It's like, it's the foundation. Um, it's a foundation, it's the but foundation. it's like, that ain't, that, ain't, that ain't what it all it is. You just, know what I mean? And just to piggyback off my brother here, man, like, that football is what, what draws the kids. You know, football is what helps us make that connection, you know what I'm saying, with our young men, right? So now they're... Now they're open to hearing what we say. Now they know us. Now we can talk to them. Now we can teach them some things. And, you know, just to keep it short, you know, when we think about creative privilege, it's not always about, you know what I mean, somebody coming from wealth, you know, somebody having a lot of money, you know what I mean? That's what sometimes you want to just jump to when you hear privilege. But privilege to us is about having options. You know what I'm saying? Having options, having opportunities, you know, and that's what we want to do for our young men. We want to create those options and opportunities and help them create them for themselves. So now you're not just looking at one avenue for your success. Because once one avenue closes, mm -hmm. you know, you can go into a very, very dark place, yep. you know, because we've experienced it. So, you know, what, what privilege is about, man, is having options, you know what I'm saying, opportunities to, to succeed in whatever success, successfulness looks like in your world. You know what I mean? Some people are very, very, like, I'm rich right now. I just ain't got all the money that come with it yet, but I'm rich. And so Mentally. is Trap. So is Dior, man. We're rich in spirit. You know what I mean? We're doing, we're living in our, our purpose. You know what I mean? And we're doing exactly what we want to do right now. So, you know, whatever that looks like for our kids, for our young men coming up, that's what we want to help them achieve, man. Sure. Mm -hmm. Man, great. Great episode, man. Great, great podcast episode on, on uh, perfecting progression, man, and, and talking about a lot of different things, but ending it off with creative privilege, what that is, and putting a lot of people on um, to, to a lot of different things that we have going on in, mm -hmm. in, in our corner. Um, but I, I love that these guys came on. Um, go ahead, TJ. So... We ain't really hit on Hitman too much, so yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a just drop and let y'all know where Hitman is as well, man, because that's that's still very very important, you know, as it's a part of us changing the culture out here. So it gives our boys an opportunity to showcase their skills, yeah. right? A problem that I used to run into a lot is, you know, we, um, we we get into the off season, we got these boys that are locked in, they dedicated, they training, man, they going hard from December to all the way to August, right? And they get into the system. I'm training receivers how to run routes. Track got them DBs going to work. They strapping up now. You know what I mean? We got our we got our uh, our quarterbacks. We got the quarterbacks going crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Dropping dimes, throwing dots. 
and then they go into an offense that doesn't allow them to showcase their skills. Mm. They okay. go on, they're playing against offenses that are not allowing them to, to showcase that they can actually cover a guy now, yep. right? So it's hurting their recruitment, like to an extreme point, right? So what 707 allows us to do is take our guys on the road, right? Different regions of the, of the, of the, of the, uh, the nation, you know, and seeing, you know, different kinds of football, different talents, you know what I'm saying? Guarding guys that have 40 offers already, mm -hmm. right? Going against DBs that have 40 offers and seeing what that looks like and seeing where they're at. And we're developing them along the way, right? Like I say, man, we got our 14 our Utina's past is a perfect example, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Travel Taylor, like them guys came in, man, we went out to Arizona for our first tournament and we went 0-4. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, it, and, it was, yeah. and it was bad, but we looked at it like, oh yeah, no, we gonna be straight. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Kids look like, man, this is really what you're like, yeah. Welcome to real football. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you was the man back in Minnesota, wasn't you? You running past everybody. And it's, it's, it's light work. Yeah, these boys play football year-round out here. Yep. They communicate on the field. Now y'all see, we telling y'all, you got to communicate pre-snap. You got to do these things. You got to understand the difference between running a route versus man versus zone. So, right. You got to run to get open. You don't just run a route just to run a route. Quarterbacks, you got to go through your progressions. You can't just stare a guy down because, yeah, he going to pick that off because right. he actually breaking. Right. And he looking at you what you looking at. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the game is played on a totally different level. You know what I mean? So, you know, me and Travis talking about, shoot, that same 14U team that went 0-4, right? And what I mean by 0-4, they lost four games at that tournament. Yeah. I mean, they went to, to fast forward to our last tournament that we played where they won the championship and they went 6-0 and in that tournament. Pool play went undefeated. Bracket play obviously undefeated to win the championship. Yeah. And they probably gave up a, a total of four touchdowns the entire tournament. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why we do what we do. Right. We, we understand and we believe in development. Yeah. Right? And for everybody out there that... You know, thinks that, you know, we are the rah-rah program. That is not what we're about. Oh. We have no beef with any other program out there. We don't talk about any other program, <laughs> right? We focus on us and our kids Only. and developing them as young men, right? This is for them. This is not for us, right. right? This is not a money grab. We have the lowest enrollment fee for our program, right? And if you are somebody out there that believes in what we are doing, we are in search of new donors and sponsors right now, but we have to make sure that we're on the same page. We are not just accepting dollars, just accept dollars. We wanna make sure that you're in for the right reasons, just the same way that we are, right? So, you know, I'll let Trav touch on, if you got some more to touch on, but I had man, to get that I, out I, there. I mean, I mean, you touched on a lot of things, and I think the main thing for us going out of state is kind of, to piggyback on what you said, is to help these boys see a different side of football, right? Mm -hmm. You know, going against competition out there and then being able to come back to Minnesota and just dominate. It's going to make them mm -hmm. look like a man amongst boys out mm -hmm. there. And that's, and that's our main thing with having this 7-on-7 seven seven team right here. And also, too, you know, being able to also teach them, like, hey, you know, this – you know your your hard work on the field got to transfer to off the field also too, and that's why we have the other programs within mm -hmm. our nonprofit. So yep. 
Um, yeah, that's it. It's just and man, and, and, hey, shout out to all our hitmen out there, man. The right. ones that came before that started the program off, the ones that's currently playing, man. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate y'all boys to the max. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of things in store for y'all. Working very hard for y'all. Appreciate you know our saying? coaches too, man. Appreciate co- we got the best man, coaches. We got the, look. I tell y'all all the time about the team, man. Yeah, our coaching staff is one of the strongest points of our program. You know what I'm saying? So, I really appreciate the staff. The staff is second to none. Right. Development is crazy. Dior being a part of that staff too, man. Yep. Working with his team been going crazy. He keep on moving. You ain't moving up your team no more. Though. <laughs> you stand at 15 you this year. Hey, man. <laughs> it's so much opportunity as y'all can hear it. And, and, and y'all essentially will visually see, uh, you know, TNT. Um, Academy on Instagram, mm-hmm. Time Rejuvenation on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Y'all can find us on socials. I'm going to put everything on Instagram for the most part. But so much opportunity, man, and, and surrounding yourself around the right people is so important. But um, Double P Podcast signing out uh, with my guy Demarius Travis, with my guy TJ. Yes, sir. Uh, make yeah. sure y'all tap into episode four, Creative Privilege, and, um, you know, have a good rest of y'all day, man. Peace. Peace.